Welcome to the Make the Future podcast. I'm your host, Jacques Beauvais, Dean of the Faculty of Engineering at the University of Ottawa. Join me as I connect with our alumni, students, industry partners, and researchers to explore the future of technology and innovation and how, through creativity and collaboration, we can make our own future. They say the future is coming, but that's not true. The future is already here. And it's relentless. It's not going to wait for you to catch up. How will we live in this future? How will we make sense of it? To define our course, we need a new perspective. One that engages our curiosity, that activates our imagination, one that defies the conventional. To own the future, we need to do more than just see it. We need to make it. Welcome to today's podcast. Today is going to be slightly different from the previous ones, as I'm being joined by a special co-host, who is my counterpart from the Faculty of Arts, Dean Kevin Key. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Sha. And Kevin and I will be connecting today with two of our students from the University of Ottawa. We have uh, Sarah Hodgson, who's a student from the Faculty of Arts in the Fine Arts Concentration in Photography. Hi, Sarah. Hello. And we're also joined by Devan Shaw, who's a student from the Faculty of Engineering in the Mechanical Engineering Program with the uh, Computing Technology uh, Concentration. Sure. <laughs> Welcome, Devan. Hi. So what we want to talk about today is we, we've been talking in the last few podcasts about uh, the, the idea of creativity has come up in engineering. We've heard from one of our industry people saying how creativity is important. We've heard from one of our students who actually said that that was a key part. So Kevin and I have been talking about this for quite a while now. And what happened is last summer, we had a really interesting project. And, and rather than me describing it, I'd like you guys to talk about what that project was that you guys did last summer. So either one of you can start. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so the project that we worked on last summer was an interactive art installation that was installed in the new STEM building on campus. Um, and the project was kind of conceived through the Makerspace. Every year, the Makerspace on campus does a yearly competition. And last year, the competition was to design one of these in installations. Um, the competition was in the design first-year design classes and also open to any student on campus. Um, so me being interested in in art and engineering, um, I grabbed one of my buddies and we said let's let's compete in this competition. And we uh, we made a prototype of what we wanted to make. We presented it at the end of the year design show, and we did pretty well. And we got the opportunity to work on it over the summer. So when you did that, the prototype, if I can call it that, competition, you were working with another engineering student. With another engineering student. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was in mechanical. He was in software. Okay. But we. The reason I wanted to work with him is because we are both interested in art. Mm -hmm. um, there's not, I, we don't really get exposed to design and a lot of, a lot of like fine arts things in our, in our classes. But with the beauty of Insta Instagram, I can say that I'm, that I'm sort of interested in it. Okay. Um, so that's how you guys connected? This, actually, no, no. So we connected over the summer on the first day. No, but sorry, you and he. You, yeah, me and, me and him, yeah. So how did you get involved in this, Sarah? So I knew nothing about the Makerspace Challenge. Um, I saw a call for artists through my faculty, and I thought it was a great opportunity to apply for. When was that? 
Um, it would have been at the end, like near the end of April. It was really okay, fast. So that's after our initial competition. Yeah. And we were looking to try and bring some art students into the project. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you just decided to jump in. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, it's, it's hard to get job opportunities that are me actually making art. Um, it's usually teaching if I'm going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it was a great way to sort of get my foot in the door and get like some good co-op. <laughs> yeah. Smart decision. Definitely. Okay. (laughs) So you guys spent the entire summer basically working on this. Yeah. You ended up building something called surface tension. Surface tension. Can you describe what that project was? Sure. Um, So the goal was to emulate the physical properties of what surface tension looks like or Um, how it works. Um, Surface tension is the force of attraction between individual water molecules. Um, It creates a type of force that acts as a resistant to external pressure. Uh, So we wanted to emulate this physically through the movement of the machine as well as um, with the artistic formal elements. So we use the Ottawa River as inspiration. Uh, We started taking water samples and made illustrations out of the microscopic images that we collected from those samples. Uh, we made illustrations. We uh, used materials to physically show what water could look like. And Devanche and the crew, like they did a beautiful job on creating the motion of that. Uh, Devanche, did you want to talk about? Well, Aaron? how many people were there in the team? A lot. A lot? Um, yeah. We had four students that were doing the paid co-op. Okay. But how many did we have? I think maybe four, four or five people who were helping kind of in evenings and weekends. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm really okay. interested in how you came up with this idea of surface tension. Tell us a little bit about how did you come to the project itself? Mm-hmm. Like why that, not something else? Um, so initially when we were working on the um, – the prototype for the design show, we weren't really thinking in terms of what is the subject and what is the what is the message that the that the piece is trying to put across. Um, so after we won the competition and we started working on it in the summer, and we were working with Sarah, she said, "Hey guys, like we can make something that looks cool and that kind of feels cool, but if it doesn't if it doesn't say something and if it doesn't um, like kind of give a message, then it's you know it's just something that looks cool and that." Um, so, so you can, actually did a te- an interactive technology project. It was a technology project. In the project. competition. That's what it was. That's and really what, what it was. what was it? Tell us a little bit about that. Then. It's exactly what it, what, it is, what it is right now. Okay. But minus the message that, and like the illustrations, would, it wouldn't have been the same illustrations. It would, it would have just been this kind of moving. So the surface tension work of art, which is in the STEM building today. Which is, if, yeah. if you want to go see it, this is, it's really impressive. And it's huge. It's like three meters wide or something like that, two meters tall. It's a gigantic, it's a wall. It's a wall. It's an interactive wall. What you did was a tabletop model up to design date, wasn't it? So the prototype we had was just of one one panel. One segment, one panel. Right? And on the real installation, we have maybe 60 panels. Okay. Uh, so what we did is we made one and said, okay, if you can extrapolate this onto an entire wall, yeah. this is what the motion would kind of look like. And we had a simulation that we did on the computer. Okay. To, oh, to, to show the, to show, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And you're thinking when you were building the prototype, so as part of the course was, let's do something interactive, like something that's responsive. Is that is that how you came to that idea in and of itself before you got to surface tension? As a very, from like a technological, as, like a technological angle, 
we were thinking, you know, we, we can use these motors and we can use these frameworks to, you know, make it interactive in this and this and this way. Um, we can use these sensors. Um, but it was, a it was like a, it was like a technology project. Okay. It wasn't a, it wasn't an art piece at that point. Okay. So you so started with a tech. Yeah. That's what we started with. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah, how did you get them out of that box and thinking more the, the meaning or the message or behind that? A lot of, we had a lot of conversations. Okay. Could say. <laughs> um, I think that pretty much for like the first month, we just were sort of going through different ideas of what we think art is, how we can think about it. And um, I think it was just more about getting to know each other and, and having this trust that made it happen. Um, were, you, were you speaking the same language when you started? English, yes. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we definitely had different ways of thinking. Um, I think when I go into something, I look at, when I'm making art at least, I, I kind of work in an essay format. I figure out what the thesis is, so okay. the concept, and then I start doing research to, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I think the engineers, they start off with maybe the, the idea and then they, they prototype and they keep prototyping and working on it and they're not fixated on what this overall idea might be they just kind of let it happen and I think that this project worked so well because we sort of met halfway and and use both um methodologies mm -hmm. yeah yeah at the beginning there was a there was there was words that she was using that I just didn't understand that I've never heard before give Con us an example like motif was one of them like I, I, I don't I don't even know what I don't even know how to spell it forget about what I'm um you know, but then after after talking and after going home and able to think about it and then coming back and saying, no, you're right. And then the next day we would talk about something else. I would go home and then the next day, like, no, you're right. Um, so that was a, that was like a big learning experience for myself and a lot of the engineering students that were working on it. We um, like all of our language. It, we, we were all saying the same thing. Majority yeah. of the time, it was just how we were delivering it. So it was it was really crazy. Yeah. But it was nice to see because there was at the beginning, there was there was this kind of. Uh, misunderstandings and then mm -hmm. towards the end it was we everybody knew what everybody was talking about and it was it was so smooth so you sort of met somewhere between your initial perspective you sort of met somewhere in the middle yeah exactly but it didn't happen right away like you're going home and thinking oh jesus what what does this mean and you're processing 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 and then you kind of see the light is that it and you come back and you're like oh, okay i get it or how many how many times do you have those kinds of conversations where Oh, it would be it would be daily. Yeah. It would be daily. For like a month. Yeah, at especially month. at the beginning when we were, you know, we would come in we came in with this initial concept and you know trying to trying to work in different ideas and kind of really trying to flesh it out from a prototype to an actual installation. Uh, those first first couple of weeks were really important, especially to get the subject and the message mm. that we were trying to deliver down. Okay. And uh Lucy, the other artist working on the project, and I, we, we come from different backgrounds. We, mm -hmm. uh, we work with different mediums, and we have different interests of what What's we like to... What's her medium? Uh, she's sculpture. Okay. And um, I'm, I'm photo. Yes? Okay. But uh, so we had to come to an agreement as well, which is okay. also very difficult. Um, I'm so used to working on my own, and I have the concept. I have the idea, and I had to give some room for other people. Okay. So... Was this one of the first big team projects that you had the chance to work on? Yes, it was. Okay. What about you guys in engineering? Were you all on the same page at the beginning, or did you have that kind of discussion also internally? 
I think amongst the engineers, we kind of knew what everyone was doing because there we had one mechanical, one electrical, okay. one software. So already we were split up into our into our own disciplines. Okay. Um, and we do a lot of like you know lab work and thesis projects and capstones and design projects in our in our programs. Um, so I don't want to say that like the group work aspect was a mm -hmm. was a new thing for us. Um, yeah. Just. So you did have a little bit more experience working in, in groups. And a little, in yeah, and there's like a lot of extracurricular opportunities. A lot of people are on teams. But as Kevin was asking, how much of a challenge was it to to go through that month? And how did it happen that you converged all of a sudden onto this this concept? Was it was it just the talking and the talking? Was it was it stressful? Was it how? What was the experience like? Mm, I think for me, the, like the big learning thing was you can make something that's cool or you can make something that's cool and says something. Mm -hmm. um, and and I didn't really think about the difference between the two because when you see, when I like my only exposure to art is really either at the gallery um, or the things that I see on my phone. Mm -hmm. And when I'm scrolling on my phone, I see things for two seconds and I don't really, really think about the message. It's more okay. about what it looks like. It leaves so, an impression. And exactly. Right. So this is, this is my exposure. Um, so when, when Sarah was like, you know, all the stuff you see is, it looks nice, but if you like really look into it, all the stuff that looks nice also says something really cool. Mm. And the people that, you know, make these really cool things that, that say something, um, that's just like the important work that, that's kind of going on in the world. And this is what we should be focusing on. Okay. So that, that was, I think that was the big learning experience okay. for, for me. Same what for about, you. yeah. The big learning experience? Yeah. Well, it's um, coming together where you... Well, I think it's just getting the experience of like working with other people. Um, in my program, it's always me working on, on my own. So I learned a lot of skills that are just teaching me how to communicate better and when things get tough, how to like work through them. So I think the first month, like I was going home, I, I stress out a lot. So I'm, every day I'm going home, I'm like, how am I going to do this all summer? How is this going <laughs> to this gonna happen? And um, Now we're friends though, right? There, yes, we're <laughs> friends. But um, I, I don't really know. I think it was and why just, were you doubting? Why were you like, oh, I don't know. I think it was the four-month timeline, you know. Okay. Uh, it was really intimidating. I never made a project that was um, permanent or long-lasting. Mm -hmm. So... There was a lot that I was gonna need to learn to make this um, to make this happen. So, how did you? So the idea of the meaning, the way you describe it, Devonch, it, it didn't necessarily come directly from the engineering team. So you guys were bringing in this meaning sense. How do you? How did you get that idea across? How did you convince them to talk about the water and the surface tension and all that? Because by the way, surface tension. This is physics. This is like my my stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a trained physicist before in engineering. So how come you guys stumbled onto that or decided or chose that? So I think there was a few things that made us all agree on this uh, on this concept. Um, originally, we I think it it started with looking at the motion of the machine. So it was moving similar to the way water would. Mm -hmm. So I think that was sort of the basis of it. Okay. Um, and who has that insight? Like, was that you or was it Lucy or? I think it was the engineers. I think that they, they had this, they liked the the idea of it undulating smoothly and okay. we all agreed on that. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I, I, I don't really know. It, it's a long story. <laughs> so we had, uh, we started with that. We were all interested in bringing art 
science and engineering together. And we mm. thought that maybe talking about science would be a nice middle ground because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty popular in, in art right now to to be doing biomedical art at least. Okay. Um, so I think we had that. Lucy and I just started experimenting. We, I think, wanted to get out of the 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 workspace so mm-hmm. we just went to uh the ottawa river and started like using what resources we had mm-hmm. and just started playing yeah so in a way that background to the uh to the surface tension wall that comes from photography it's micro photography it comes from photography the surface of it this kind of a sculpture also at the same time so it did go reach into both of your backgrounds in a way yes it did okay yeah originally i i wanted it to be purely photography i uh i thought that the motion of the machine (laughs) was enough enough to to make it sculptural but i'm really happy that um it happened the way it did and it got out of my box so you're in this room and you're like oh we gotta get out of here (laughs) and you guys go how do you end up at the ottawa river is it just like that happens to be close or i think so yeah we just wanted to we we were we originally we were gonna take samples from the bio building. There's a um, like a little pond, fish, I think. Fish mm-hmm. tank. There's a no, not the fish tank behind it. There's a pond. Okay. So we were gonna take samples there, but um, I think we just thought it'd be a little more fun to get off campus. Okay. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember getting an email asking permission to using to use some microscopes. Yeah. And then you, then Laura was cc'd on one of those emails, and then we met with one of the I think he was a lab technician in the bio building. Yeah. And then he said, "No, you should go to the river. That would you'd get better samples there." Okay. There we go. Cuz you were looking for messy water because it ends up there's a lot of there's a lot of structure in that drop of water that you ended up photographing to do the background. Exactly. Yeah. And where we were, there was tons of rocks that had okay. still areas, so that okay. was perfect for all that dirty water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But then Summer ended. The installation wasn't complete yet. It was not complete, no. So you guys decided to keep on going. Well, we have we had to. Yeah. <laughs> we can just leave it there. When did you realize? Oh, we're not gonna make. Maybe like halfway through the summer. Oh, oh yeah? yeah, that yeah. early. That early. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think halfway through we were like, "This is a lot we need to do, and there's a lot we haven't done yet." And yeah. uh, we knew that. Initially, we wanted the installation date to be on August 10th. Yeah. Um, oh, really? That yeah, early? Wow. That, that early, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think halfway through the summer, we're like, okay, we're not going to meet this August 10th. We can do maybe two weeks, like end of August. Okay. Beginning of August comes around. We had a lot of issues with manufacturers and mm-hmm. uh, and materials and stuff. Yeah, because it's not just a project. You don't have control over everything. You need to outsource a lot of stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so all the panels we got, we had, were, were outsourced to a company. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of back and forth with those guys. The material for the, uh, for the frame, some of it, you know, one shop didn't have enough. Another shop didn't have the right size. Okay. Um, so there was back and forth there. Yeah, they call that plastic. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that took. That was another thing. That was, that was amazing. How did that? Yeah. How did that all go? What it? Yeah. So we did a lot of experimentation with how we were gonna warp the plexi. Uh-huh. We had um, a sort of. A jig. <laughs> it was a it was a jig like a grill that we were using okay. um, at, in the visual arts building, and it wasn't really working that well. Uh, the smell was atrocious. Yeah. Uh, we need a good ventilation system. There, there wasn't an option on campus to do this, so we 
used Laura's house. Uh, she has an all-inclusive apartment. Yeah. So we just fired it up in her oven for the whole day. So I think in one day we, no, maybe two, we managed to warp about, like all of them, like how many panels? Or oh, 97 six, or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah almost 100. a lot of panels. Yeah. yeah. And we had extras in case anything happened. Yeah. So you realize, okay, this is not going to, we're not going to make it. What happens at that point? We send Hanan an email and say, hey, we're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> if we'll, we'll, be, we'll be ready for the open house. Um, but if you have anything planned for before then, just letting you know, we can talk to people, but nothing's going to be, nothing's going to be up. And she's like, she's easy. She's like, you know, don't worry about it. Just, just make sure that it's done for the open house. Um, that's, that's the big event for the, for the building. And we were able to meet that deadline. So that was September 20th. September you 20th. Were. So when you realized you weren't going to make August, you then started aiming for the 20th of September. Like a week before the 20th. Yeah, yeah. okay, to make sure that everything was ready. Yeah, we had some testing that we had to do. And How was it like also? I remember very well that you guys were set up just in the entrance of the STEM building. Yeah. yeah. Everybody could see you working. Everybody, yeah. yeah. That was, was a little exciting. Yeah? yeah? I thought that okay. was good. Yeah. Just, you know, if we can't be finished, then people might as well have a little bit of an understanding of what we're doing and and it felt like questions. our own little studio you yeah know? like yeah. We, nobody was coming into the room it was like a really big space yeah everything all of our stuff was um, on display glass yeah. walls glass everywhere, walls right? everywhere yeah and all like, this furniture is probably getting moved in and yeah yeah and it's a new building you know people mm-hmm. are walking in yeah. and out felt like and a loft studio it yeah. was really nice yeah it was really nice was there curiosity were people stopping by to, to oh yeah. yeah lots of people Definitely. Yeah. It was a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. And if they were if they were too scared to come in, you know, ask, hey, what are you doing? They would just like stand by the window and then when we would look over and wave, then they would yeah. just run around <laughs> and run away. Devon I think was, I was uh, one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I went in. I went in. I kept checking. Yeah. Yeah. You're really keen on asking people to come inside yeah. and have a look. Yeah. Because I wanted people to, to know the project. A lot of people didn't know about the Makerspace Challenge. Mm-hmm. They didn't know about the new facilities in the building, you know, and... There's a lot of money and time that was spent into this yeah. building, so people should know about it. Yeah, a lot of a lo- so many so many resources that people don't uh, take advantage of. Were you on your own when you're tr- were you were trying to work through all these challenges as a team, or did you have did you talk to other people? Was there any any support from that side? When we say challenges, what do we what do we mean by challenge? Like, well, you know, the fact you needed to develop that that common language you needed to set the targets you needed to to determine what the meaning would be were you working entirely on your own or did you have uh, no, people so, around you uh so over the course of the summer we had multiple artists that came in to okay. help us with the concept mm-hmm. and hanan brought in some um was it her brother Chantal brought in her brother. Oh, Chantal. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we had administration that was like Hanan was with us. Uh, Chantal is another uh, a lady. That's Chantal Rodier. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think she's okay. the head of public art on campus. Yeah. I think that's her title. Okay. So she was helping a lot with the project as well. She was kind of like managing it with Hanan. Okay. Um, so she would come in pretty regularly and we would go have back and forth with her about what our progress is and what our struggles are and so she would help us. She would work through those with us as well. And we had like weekly meetings, so everyone okay. yeah. knew what was going on. If we had major questions, uh-huh. we had a, we had people that were there to help. Also, like Chris Falcone was yeah. there yeah, helping okay. out quite a lot. So that was great. So he's from the design side. And uh... okay, so I have a question. Go ahead. Your May first self, going back in time, what do you say to your May first self now that you you've been through it? Hopefully you don't say, don't do this. Right? Have more wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
just like sl slow down, take it easy. It's not that serious. I think coming into a project where we kind of came up with the concept, we had this sort of like uh, the sense of this is our little baby and you know we have a certain vision for it and um, we're working with new people mm -hmm. uh, and we're, ha we're happy to work with new people but we have a certain vision coming into this and we would like to see this vision coming into fruition in some sense. Um, so saying hey it, you know it's, it's not that serious things can change and it's not a, it's not a big deal you need to just 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 hang out. What about you Sarah? Um, I guess the same thing, uh, just to keep an open mind and to try to relax because everything just falls into place, especially yeah. when we have like our, our timeline, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it was good. I think trust, but trusting myself was another big thing that I could tell myself going in cause going into it, we kind of knew the technological aspect, but there were certain things that we were not sure how we could do, um, that kind of stressed us out. Yeah. So at times just, you know. We're smart. We can, you can do it. Just trust yourself. Yeah. When did it start looking like what you ultimately produce? How mm. long did that take? I don't think it really ever did. Completely. Okay, so it was continuously evolving. It was or? yeah. There was a lot, a lot of things that we had to test yeah. to make sure it worked. And if this thing worked, then we said, okay, we can go and you know order order the parts for that, yeah. and now test the next thing. And because I did hear that the engineering approach of exactly what you described a couple of times, testing out all kinds of things, was freaking out the people from arts <laughs> because you were not, it didn't feel like it was converging on, <laughs> on, on, on a set plan. You guys were trying different out, things out, but you were getting rid of things that didn't work, so. Yeah, yeah, that was, a, that was so much fun. <laughs> Sarah didn't look like she was enjoying it. Yeah, no, it was a little stressful, but yeah. super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you thinking at the moment? Um, there was just a little confusion. There could have been some better communication, I think, at times. So I think on the arts end as well, the guys didn't really know what we were coming up with. And I just I, I just didn't think we were going to finish this project on time. And okay. I was investing a lot of my, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess, like, I was just, I, I really wanted this to be, like, the highlight of my work so far. So mm -hmm. it really meant everything to me, as, as it did to the guys. But um, I think having different methodologies just yeah stress both of us out mm. a little bit because it must be said though that it was when we were talking earlier about the date that it would be uh, uh, unveiled and the 20th of september this wasn't just the unveiling of your work right this was like the official unveiling the official launch of the 150 million dollar stem building in which we told everybody come and see the works of arts at a student did you feel the pressure in those last few days yes Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I remember the night before, maybe at nine o'clock the night before, um, Hanan said, "Hey, there's like this big minister, minister of science, I believe, yes. is coming in. Okay, she's yes. gonna be here at eight forty-five, and um, I don't care what happens at eight forty-five. This thing needs to be on. It doesn't if it breaks right after she leaves, I'm okay with it. Eight forty-five needs to be on. That's it. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, so that was Minister Duncan that was dropping by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, and I, this is such a funny story. So we woke up. Um, we said, okay, we'll get there for 7.30. We'll just do a little couple tests, make sure everything's okay. And then 7.30 is enough time. Um, so I wake up at 7 o'clock and say, hey, I'm going to go take a shower. I'll be there for 7.45. And then a radio silence. <laughs> no, nobody, like the guy that I'm going to do the testing with, 
He hasn't replied. I say, okay, he'll, he'll, he doesn't live too far. I'll just, you know, he'll call an Uber and that's fine. Uh, get to school, 8 o'clock, 8.15, I still haven't heard anything from him. Okay, 8.20, I get a call. He said, dude, I, I, just, I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, okay, that's fine. You know, just, just, just come quickly. You know, she's going to be here soon. Just come quickly. And he had the code on his laptop. and my <laughs> He a, had the code on his laptop. I, had a, I have a stupid Mac, and my Mac doesn't have an Ethernet cord. Holy cow. You know, so n- and I'm, you have no code. And I, and I don't have the code. Oh, my God. So, so I'm, I'm a little, I'm sweating. I'm kind of pacing oh. back and forth. And wow. I said, it's, it's going to be okay, you know. <laughs> I, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Um, he's like, he's like rushing, he's rushing. And then Hanan says, she's, she's going to be a little bit early. She's on her way. She's, she's coming. And I said, I said, okay, well, this is the situation. And now we have the relationship where I can tell her that, you know, things are not going well. This is just the reality. And I'm, she, I'm doing as best as I can, Uh but this is what's going on. So I tell her and she said, I can't believe this is happening, but okay. Usually the way that. The, the route that um, the minister was going to take, we were going to be the first stop. Right. And then she would go to the maker space and yep. then go around. Because you were set up in the design commons back then. Which is right by the Right, by, right the by the door. door. Yeah. So she said, you know what we'll do in is the, we'll... In the we'll... fishbowl. <laughs> exactly. She said, instead of you being the first stop, you'll be the last stop. Okay. So you have an extra five minutes and, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And this is like straight out of a movie. As, sh- as she was walking around, outside, leaving the maker space, my buddy ran in, plugged his laptop in, pressed enter as she walked in then everything came to life and it was it was like straight out of a movie oh. just so you know kevin Literally i'm kind of happy i didn't know that story because <laughs> i would have been freaking out too so yeah. wow. <laughs> that's amazing and then, but now we have this amazing video of minister duncan dancing in front of the surface tank oh, right? yeah. which is fabulous She's so yeah. happy yeah she was very pleased too. yeah and then it worked flawlessly throughout the day and it was good yeah that's amazing too that it didn't break on you yeah. guys yeah <laughs> how about are you satisfied are you happy with what turned yes, out? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, I can't complain. I, I I just had zero expectations going into it. Okay. Um, it's important that when you're working in a, in a group project, you just can't get fixated on the little things because it's just going to go as it goes. And I think we did a great job on it. Yeah, I think we did a good job. Has it changed the way you see your own art? Hmm. Um, well... I don't typically do public art, mm-hmm. and it works quite differently, I mm-hmm. think. Um, when you're using public art, it's meant to make people think about the space as well. Okay. Um, so I think in the future, I, it definitely will. Right now, I'm still sticking to my photo mm-hmm. my photo work, but I think the methodology of like how I'm making work is a lot different. Um, I'm getting a lot more into just working with the materials first and mm-hmm. like letting things happen a little more. Um, trying to just loosen up, I'd say. <laughs> it's changing the way you practice. Yes, yeah, it is. In Has 10 years when you look back on this, and you're, well, I guess in 10 years when you look back on being a University of Ottawa student, where will this fit and all of that? How will you tell that story? Um, well, I think that this whole experience made me so much more confident, um, and I think it's just... At least in my program, like, I, I've gotten so many more opportunities. Um, I'm sort of the person that is giving the tours now, and, like, I'm making way more connections. Uh, I got a job working at the Makerspace, which is just, like, incredible. I'm having so much fun. Um, and I think it's just helping me keep an open mind about everything I'm going to be doing in the future. I'm not planning on going on one path mm-hmm. anymore, so... What about you, Devon? Has it changed the way you 
approach technology? For, for sure, for sure. So in high, in high school, I was on a robotics team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very functional, can it do the job that it needs to do. Um, after working on this project, I've also gotten a lot of new opportunities, not just in technology, but you know, for example, one of the artists that came in to critique our work through the summer, um, I'm now w- working with her and doing a lot of the engineering drawings for her. Because uh, she does public art and mm-hmm. you know, she needs to make a foundation and she wants things to move, so so I'm I'm now being involved on, on that side of things. Um, but even the way that I think about the f- like the work that I'm going to be doing in the future, I want it to be influenced by art or design and have that sort of angle to it. Um, I'm not looking to just do strictly mm-hmm. regimented engineering work anymore. Um, so it's it's hard because now I need to look at these companies that do this kind of work or yeah. um, and not not a lot of like a lot of the newer companies have this kind of mentality um, but it's there's not a lot of them so now well, th- there's a challenge just to go out and and find those mm-hmm. have an impact with what you've learned exactly yeah well th- we're going to have to take to bring this fantastic conversation to a close but before I do one story is that when we launched the makerspace challenge that was in November 2017. Uh, we did that with Hanan Anis. I was there. We invited Dean Key. Uh, Kevin came over to the faculty. So he was our guest. So I wanted to give him a gift to, as being our guest in the Faculty of Engineering. And so I made a gift for him. I invented what is called the steam pen because we'd had a, little, a few conversations. Few people have seen this because this is unique. The only person who has one is Kevin. So I gave it a kind of a, as a kind of a joke. I was a little bit worried. I didn't know him as well as I do now, but he did take it as a very kindly joke. So to thank you guys for being here this uh, for this recording, which we really appreciate. I wanted to give both of you one of those steam pens wow. that we Ooh. developed. So you're wow. going to have in the box. Uh, you have thank you, so you have much. the book of thank the Faculty you. of Engineering because we've got to give you a lot of swag. But you'll find it right That's at the top above the book, under the cover. You'll see the steam pen which is the orange faculty pen that's like within the styrofoam there on the left. And that one, as you pull it out, it's digital at one end, it's artistic at the other. So now you have the only two other steam pens in existence. We're it. not going to tell our listeners what it looks like. That That's mm. that's between us people who are doing the steam <laughs> stuff. But now you have the, the steam pen. Wow. There are three now. Thank you so much. Well, so, thank you. Thank you for hosting us. Yeah. And I think that the discussion we had was... To me, even though we, I've seen it build and happening, w- your descriptions this morning of the experience and all that has been extremely enlightening. I really appreciate it. I thank you. I Thanks thank you, Kevin, for uh, co-hosting the podcast with me uh, today. And uh, I want to thank all of those of you who are listening to this episode. I hope it was really as interesting for you as it was for us and that you enjoyed it. So salut à tous and see you next time. Before we finish, I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us for today's discussion. If you have comments or questions, please email us at genie.engineering at uottawa.ca. That's G-E-N-I-E dot engineering at uottawa.ca. Or visit us at our faculty webpage, engineering.uottawa.ca. I also want to thank everyone who contributed to the writing, production, and editing of this podcast, including Francis Bertrand Lafrenière, Valérie Sanson, and Carl Borns. Salut à vous tous. See you next time.
To own the future, we need to do more than just see it. We need to make it.